to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking about sibling relationships. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast this week. When I first started making this podcast, there was kind of a lot of information to share with you, so I decided to do it in two episodes. Today is part one of sibling relationships, and I've been asked by quite a few of you to discuss this on the podcast lately, which totally makes sense because with the shutdowns and all the COVID stuff going on, you have probably been spending more time than usual with siblings if you have them. And more time with siblings sometimes means more fighting and more being annoyed with the people that you live with. Some of you may be getting quality sibling time. Some of you just may be getting more quantity. So today I hope to help you make it more quality time or make it better time with your siblings because sibling relationships can be tricky, especially when you're stuck at home with them, but they can also be so much fun. I want to do this episode today to kind of help you try to learn how to make that relationship a little bit better. And Mikkel also did an episode on disliking people, which is episode 59, if you want to go back and listen to that. And that is also a really good episode to help you kind of deal with people that can be a little bit difficult. Today, our listener shout out is to Kathleen. And she says, I just started listening to this podcast and she does such a good job of relating to my everyday life. She has helpful tips for all the things I'm struggling with right now as a almost freshman. The first night I listened to this podcast, I can't tell you how well I slept through the night knowing that other people go through the same struggles as I do. Thank you for that review, Kathleen. And yes, so many of you teens are going through the same struggles. And so I love it that you guys are listening to this podcast so that you can feel like you are not alone because we all have a lot of the same problems and the same issues that we deal with. Thank you for listening. Now, I know that there are so many versions out there of what your families look like, your dynamics, who you have living in your home, and there are lots of different combinations to how families are made. Whatever your situation is, this still applies to you if you have a sibling, whether it's a step-sibling or a sibling that you only see part of the time. I grew up with five older brothers, you guys, so I have a little bit of experience on how hard it is to get along sometimes with the people that you live with. Especially, everybody in my family is so different and we don't always agree with one another. I still do love all of my brothers. I just want you to think, what is the most annoying thing that your sibling does? And I mean, like the thing that makes you wanna pull your hair out when they do it, okay? I know there's those there's things that all of us, like when our sibling just starts doing it, it just makes us wanna be like, ah! So what do they do? that drives you absolutely crazy. And then on the flip side, what is it that you do that you know that just drives your sibling absolutely crazy, okay? Because it's not just our siblings that do things to us. We definitely do our fair share of things to them that make them go a little bit crazy. Even if it's not intentional and we have no idea about it, there's still things that we do, okay? 
I have a brother that's just older than me and he's closest to me. And so we were pretty close in college. And one time he told me to stop leaving messages on his voicemail because if he saw that he missed a call from me, he would call me back. And I was like, okay, that's weird. I mean, somebody doesn't answer the phone. Aren't you supposed to leave a message? Apparently it annoyed him. It's not like I was leaving him a message every single day, but somehow it was just getting to him that I kept leaving a voicemail message on his phone. So I didn't even realize it. Then he asked me to stop. And so then I stopped and it wasn't a big deal. And when he would see that I called him, he would just call me back. Requesting someone to make a change or act differently is a really great thing to do if it works. And it can solve a lot of problems when someone will honor our request and behave differently. When that happens, everything is fine. You ask somebody not to do something and then they stop doing it and it's all good, okay? But how often does that really happen? When it comes to a sibling, how often do they honor your wishes? Your chances of a sibling actually doing something that you ask is far less than a friend. And this is because as friends, we are more willing to accommodate the friendship because there is a risk of losing the friendship. But with a brother or sister, there's not the consequence of losing the brother or sister relationship because it's not like you can say, well, I'm not going to be your brother or sister anymore because that doesn't change, right? You're always going to be their brother or sister. And when you are living in the same house with someone, it's not like you can just really be like, okay, I'm not going to live with you anymore. When you're 18, maybe, but not at this point in your guys' lives, okay? So brothers or sisters, you're kind of stuck with. So when a sibling doesn't honor a request to change something, the next best thing is to not give them the power to control your emotions. See if you can notice yourself giving your power over to a sibling or somebody else that you live with and giving them that power to kind of control how you feel and then control how you act. Our brains are very very well intended, but sometimes they really do work against us. Our brains really like to feel safe. And when we can control things around us, we get that false sense that we are safe. It makes sense that we like to control how others think about us or what people say about us or how our parents feel about us. It extends into so many parts of our lives, even in our relationships with our siblings. Okay. I want you to think about just sitting in your family room, watching TV with your siblings, and think about who has the remote, okay? <laughs> Whoever has the remote has the most power, right? We all want to have the remote when we're watching TV because whoever has the remote kind of gets to decide what is going to be watched on the TV. We like to be in control of what's on the TV. So it's kind of like that with siblings. Siblings like to be in control of you, okay? And we do that as just normal human beings. We like to be in control of other people. We all want that remote control to somebody else, right? Which is the ultimate power right there. When your brother asks you to stop doing something and then you don't stop it and he gets upset, you are in complete control over your brother in that moment. So our brains 
love the satisfaction we get when we can control another human's emotions, which is pretty crazy, right? And maybe even a little bit creepy if we really think about the real reason we annoy our siblings. It's totally so that we can control how they act. The most severe conflicts that happen between siblings is all about who can dominate over the other person. Like who has the most authority in the room. This week, you guys, I just want you to focus on looking for when you are trying to control a sibling or when a sibling is trying to control you. And it's fine if your sibling is controlling you by doing something that's annoying to you. That is an emotion that is totally okay to feel, but I just want you to notice, okay? And the truth is, you guys, we cannot control other people. If we are controlling them, it's because they're allowing us to do that. And the other thing is other people cannot control us. So if they are controlling us, we're letting them do that. So you always have a choice in how you get to react to a sibling before you react. And if you want to react and feel angry and upset, go for it. Just know that sometimes when we have that reaction, that we need to walk away and calm down because the negative emotions that we feel with siblings, it usually ends up getting us in trouble. Notice the remote control to yourself and how you have control over your own remote. Don't hand that remote over to a brother or a sister, okay? Because that's ultimately what we want (laughs) as humans. Like our brains are a little bit weird. (laughs) Let me know how that goes this week. I want you to try it out. Next episode, we'll talk more about some things that we can do in those sort of situations to kind of problem solve when we know that somebody else is controlling our emotions. But this week, I just want you to focus and see if you can notice that and find those times when you're either trying to control a sibling or when they're trying to control you. Okay, you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you later. If you are interested in my one-on-one coaching programs for teens and their parents, please visit my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com.